This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, thanks for coming back and tuning in to an episode here on The Mindful Experiment. Excited to have you on here as uh, each week, we, or every other week, lately it's been weekly, uh, as for now, it will change in September, but we've been inter- sharing interviews of people who have some diverse and, and deep conversations to help us understand this experiment of life and to really elevate our minds. And so if you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy the episodes, please do us a favor, share uh, a review or go like it or subscribe. It helps get the message of what we're sharing out more to the public and really get this information out here so we can fulfill our vision of really helping individuals rediscover their greatness. And if you don't know already, we do have a free Facebook group specifically for our listeners. It's Empowered Living with Dr. Vic. The links are all in the show notes to do this. You can check it out there and right on the top, click on it request to join. And it's a it's designed for those who are really looking to elevate their mind and their life, break through the subconscious barriers, really trying to find that fulfillment, but more importantly, choose the life you want to have and experience it in your physical reality. So check it, check it out. The notes are in, it's in the show notes for the link. Today, I had such a great conversation here with Chris uh, Sirach, and it was uh, great about self-realization, being you, what does that really mean? 
diving deep into these elements of life, these questions that sometimes we just don't ask enough in life. And I really believe this conversation was great. I really enjoyed his energy um, and his just what he brings to the world and all that he's offering. And I was really excited to have him come on and just to dive deep. You can hear it's just a, we had a great convo, easy flow. And I know you'll enjoy this just as much as I did, where we, you know, again, self-realization is something I'm really big on. And it's something that's a big purpose in my life. And I know that you'll find some wonderful nuggets here that he's going to share and him and I going back and forth a little bit that I know you'll find much value. So make sure to um, sit back and relax Whether if you're cleaning, doing chores in the car, whatever, working on something and listening to this in the background. Enjoy. Make sure you take a moment to take down some notes when you hear something that's really powerful for you. Appreciate you as always. Here is my interview with Chris Sirock. Dr. Vic, it's such a pleasure. Oh, I'm excited to have you on. I mean, just before getting on here, just chat with you a little bit. I know this is going to be, uh, you're, you're speaking my, my love language in so many ways. We're going to be uh, diving deep into what you're up to, what you're doing, and so much more. So thanks for taking the time. Um, my listeners know I like to get into things. So I'm, I'm very curious, how did you get into the what you're doing today? Like, how did life kind of straight path? kind of pinball machine effect. I mean, how did it get you to where you are today? Yeah, so that's a great, um, there's great synergy here because it's life that got me here. And I think that's what it does with everyone. Life gets us to where we need to go. Um, it was uh, a lot of different shifts, uh, including a couple bigger ones. <laughs> I think a lot of my challenging times were early on moving around a lot, not having any roots, uh, different cultures. My parents were immigrants, but they never really settled, always with an eye on moving back to their respective countries once Civil War and, and everything uh, calmed down. And, and so I kind of grew up in this bubble, which... It was uh, challenging when you're young like that because you're just seeking to be part of something. And and uh, I felt like I didn't belong anywhere. There wasn't a, a, anywhere in the world where I could feel at home. So that was challenging at first. And ultimately, that became a strength because I also wasn't too indoctrinated into one way of thinking or living. Um, so it took some time for, for me to see that positive. <laughs> and uh, it's made me who I am today. And, and so ultimately, we can, you know, we can never really regret anything because the way we process life at any given point is just a reflection of who we are and how we you know, process everything. And it's really how we see ourselves. So we're only always experiencing ourselves in everything we do. I love that. And, you know, regret is something that you hear often about. I mean, I know growing up, I would hear, you know, my it was, it was conversations with my grandfather or certain people I was talking to, and they would always be like, oh, I regret that this happened or I regret doing this. You know, what, you know, and I think some people may have that now in today's, I mean, even I'm, I'm, I'm going to be almost 40 and it's like, it, it's amazing how some people say, I regret I didn't do this. Or I regret, I, I wish I did this, you know, and I'm like, well, that's a form of regret because you're wishing something changed in your path or your past. Um, what are some things that you, you, I'm just going to pick your brain on this. Um, when it comes to regret, how to, how to see past that and how to really look at that. Cause like you were sharing, like I moved around a lot, didn't have a lot of roots. Right. So we, you could have looked at it and said, that's not a good thing, but then you shift the perspective over time and we're like, yeah, but there was also a strength because X, Y, Z. Yeah. 
it's really coming out of resistance to you know everything. <laughs> uh, most of our, our um, challenges come from wanting the situation, wanting people to be somebody they're not. Um, it's it's just a form of resistance, and then we're kind of always stuck in the past, uh, be it way in the past or even just today, this morning, right? Lingering on things, amplifying things beyond their shelf life, and. Um, so there's a kind of a forward momentum that happens. I, you know, I got into meditation and started going to retreats and, um, and, and just a lot of mindfulness and watching videos and, and looking at more and more looking at the lesson, right? The, the, the reflection in everything. What is it saying about me? So especially when we feel triggered, it's pointing to something, right? It's pointing to something inside of us that needs attention, usually love, self-care, you know, so some neglect or some wound that that we need to heal. Um, so then we shift into this mindset where like life isn't just happening to us. It's happening firstly because of us, because of who we are. That's how why we see things. And then we shift uh, gradually into, uh, well, life is ultimately, it wants us to heal. It wants us to grow. It doesn't want us to stay small and lonely and scared. It, it wants us to be whole. So life is really happening for us. It's our greatest teacher. So is it like you're saying it's not only just the greatest teacher, but it's like our best friend looking out for our best interests? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really the the love for creation is at our core, right? When we create anything with the best passions that we have, it's it's because we want to uh, create something. So everything that's been created ultimately has this love of creation behind it, in it. And so when we get out of the uh, the, the past and future thinking and the self-critical thought and all that, and we start to experience ourselves as this this uh, this love of you know creation, and, and then we become it. And that's that's when we feel more like we're part of the the greater experiment, as you like to say. Yeah. So, I mean, because when you're sharing it like this, then then how does, you know, the energy and the aspects of victimhood doesn't exist then, right? Because if everything yeah, just doesn't. Okay, good. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just you're, you're, you're just, there's a forward looking of uh, curiosity that we approach every situation with. It's like, hmm, let's see what happens next, right? Uh, you just don't look back anymore. You, you learn what you can and you, you keep uh, building kind of this, this positive forward, upward momentum. And uh, and that's when we see the opportunities that we otherwise wouldn't see if we were mired in the past. Uh, that's when we feel the uh, just the vastness of everything. It was like we can't predict any of this. Life is happening in such amazing ways. So may as well just be along for the ride as opposed to thinking like you can determine the ride. And it's amazing when you bring that up. That's that's how I was when I started learning universal laws and in learning about quantum physics and all this stuff. And I I remember I was like, oh man, I feel like I'm learning about the like the rules to life here, like this thing. And I thought all of a sudden I'm like, I can predict, right? They say think about it, you do whatever, and it's just gonna happen. I'm like, done deal. Got that. Makes logical sense. And uh yeah, life beat me up for about five years. Um Although I had some, I had success along the way, but it was beating me up in ways because it was like it wasn't happening as fast as I wanted to. It wasn't happening the way I wanted it to, and life just kept showing up. Like there's, you know, let go, enjoy the ride, enjoy the ride. Uh, and I think it, where I'm at in life now, it's kind of that thing where I'm really trying to learn. And 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 I'm not a surfer by any means, but it's like a surfing. I could see like life is like a surf. You're surfing, and sometimes you get some big waves. Sometimes you get some small waves. Sometimes the wave's so big it knocks you off. But you take you set you get back you get back on the board and you say okay what did I what did I not 
do? What did I miss here? What did I not feel? What, you know, what did it, what was going on that allowed for me to get knocked off on my butt or into the water? And you continually just keep, you know, looking at it because waves are not going to come the same every time. Life's not always going to be the same, but if we can flow with it and let it just guide us and just know that we control one mm-hmm. thing, um, ourselves in other words, but, um, then it makes it a little bit more exciting. And it becomes more of like an experiment. Yeah. I'm testing it out. Let yeah, me yeah, test yeah. this out. Let me try this out. Let me do this. Oh, cool. I learned that that actually worked. This mm, didn't like it. Uh, and so forth. Yeah, the, the surf analogy is really accurate too, because you have this awareness of something greater than you. And you often hear like the your, you know, the drop in the ocean. And and I think all psychology, all ancient texts, everything, as long as you carry the uh, awareness of something bigger than you then that's what where you heal that's where you grow and 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 you come out of this the smallness and the anxiety this anxious little place that we get into when we're just lost in thought all the time and overthinking things and trying to predict the future ultimately right and when we live in our heads so much then uh none of that leads to happiness and, and really experiencing one's one's own greatness um, so being in tune with that greatness and riding the waves as they come, <laughs> and and so when you're when you look at surfers, there's so, that's why they're so addicted to the sport because it's like you're out there and you're just observing, you're flowing, uh, you're looking, you're always looking forward, right? Where's the next wave, the swell coming, and and uh, so that's a totally cool analogy, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I it you can't say it came for me per se because it was one day I was doing a breathwork session and uh, that's what showed up and it was just showing for where I was in my life and I was like and I was uh, with a, with a shaman and a bunch of us and I was just sharing it and I'm like I'm not a surfer just FYI <laughs> I don't surf but I was like this is what's coming to me but it's it's interesting to learn to let go because I think, you know, I think it's a program. It's a conditioning that us to fear in some way, like we have to do right. Because like when I work with business owners and stuff and things are getting tight, let's say they're having lean months or financially they're going through something in their mind, the immediate response is I got to act, I got to do. And I'm like, no, reflect, tap it. Why do you have to do right now? You know, you're coming from a vibration that's lack and scarcity. I was like, you're just going to create more of this. Take a step back. Let's reset. Let's get back to balance. Let's get back to just being. Go enjoy a weekend. Just go take a day off. I'm like, I'm hurting financially. You're telling me to take a day off. I'm like, trust me. You'll thank me. We're looking at the long-term game, not the short-term. And yeah. it's it's one of these things where we, you know, with that, but then also I brought it up earlier, like this whole thing of being a, you know, victimhood in life and and every, you know, we're, we're, we're taught to this construct of, well, this happened to me because of this, or I'm not thriving because let's go look at the economy now, or look what happened here, look what happened there. And how do we start to, and I'm going to use your terminology, how do we start to be you? How do we start, not, you not in the essence of you, the individual, yourself, I'm just saying as an individual of us being ourselves, how does that yes. journey begin? How do we start to change away and break away from that mold so that we really can start tapping into this beautiful, infinite potential expressing and sharing and, and, and just living life beyond what we could ever imagine. Big question. Yeah. So no, yeah, I love it. And, and so it is central to, you know, my, my book and, and my retreats and all that. And it's, it's ultimately coming out of our head 
Um, that's where all the noise is. That's where all the limiting beliefs are. That's where the victimhood is. That's where the reactivity comes from. And that's really we're conditioned to live in our heads and try to control and steer and, and predict, you know, life, uh, which it can't. And then we're always in resistance to it because we have these expectations of how it should be going and then, and then how it actually goes. <laughs> Um, so it's it's coming out of that headspace altogether. It's not trying to like fix it with the, the very tool that got you into kind of the, the trouble and the tight spot in the first place, but it's to sink into the wisdom of our body. Um, that's where you mentioned breath work, uh, meditation, just everyday mindfulness, using every single opportunity to connect to our senses. That's what keeps us present. And in in that space of presence, life is so simple. There's no room for fear and anxiety and, and guilt and regret in the past or um just uh it, it's a simple place and we're just really our senses are our connective tissue to the present moment and so if we just stay focused on that then um it takes a little practice but then it's really returning to our natural way of being that's to feel our feelings fully without reacting to them it's the reaction and it keeps us lodged in our heads and it keeps us in resistance to what we're feeling which is in response to what's happening right now so then we're ultimately in resistance to right now so it all stems from being too much in our heads and i suffered from that tremendously overthought everything and overanalyzed and then uh you know i just realized along the way it wasn't making me feel good uh after long debates and uh you know you just have to uh, rewire the brain to come out of that mental re reactive place. Um, you can do it. You know, I do retreats, in-person retreats, or personal mentoring, and even within a few sessions, after decades of living one way, you know, through through the mental lens, we start to come out of it because it really takes a lot of work to be in resistance. It's a it's a hard way of living, and we don't really recognize it till we recognize it. So um, coming out of the body, that is our, our natural. That's where the flow kicks in. I love that. I mean, it it, it really is. I mean, you have to spend, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I remember reading a study one time and it was about men, how much they would spend, they would spend double the amount of time and money and, and resources to prevent a rejection. And this was like in a dating thing or something than it is to go through the rejection and just learn from it. And another analogy could be like swimming upstream is so much harder than going. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Downstream. Right? That's it, exactly it. <laughs> it uh, it's like, I, and I, I remember one time, somebody was like, be like a turtle. If you ever watch a turtle in the ocean, 
They, when the wave comes, they don't fight it. They just let the wave do what it's going to do. And then there's a moment where they start to swim. And then the wave comes and they just let it push it back. But they are moving forward. It's just, you know, a little at a time. And the, and the, the turtle can do that. And it, it, they're moving slow, but they do not fatigue out. And I remember I was in, in, the, in Mexico, in Cancun one time, and there was a big sea turtle just right there. And I was like, let me just see how this works. <laughs> so I'm like, let me see. Here's my experiment. I'm going to sit here, uh, stand in the water, and I'm looking at it. And literally the wave comes. It just, it just lets out. The legs open up and it just lets it go. And as soon as it comes back, it starts swimming. And then the wave came and I was like, there it is in action. I hear the analogy, but I actually got to see it. And it's, it's a lot of times we, you know, I always say resistance is the cause of all suffering because we're, you know, we're, we are in our mind, you know, pretty creating these models and our preconditions and our subconscious and ancestral stuff and all these things that come passed down into us and, and programmed to where this is how we think it is. And instead taking that step back, I always share with my, with, with on the podcast, I've shared this, in my books and even and with clients, I always say like, your mind at this moment, whatever happened, let's say an event happens to you. And in the immediate reaction, you're like, this is not good. Oh my goodness. Your mind is only can handle, only can see 0. 0.000, like 0.01% of all of what is going on with that one event. And so we can hold in on that little tiny piece or we could sit back, like you're sharing, you know, tapping into the body, using mindfulness tools and things like that to get into that present, to allow to see, you know, if there's something greater, I'm just going to, I just know what, what can I do? Let me take care of me. And I'll eventually get clear headed. I'll eventually get back to that centeredness. And then I can feel and see where this is going to get. And maybe not, but maybe over time you can. Yeah. And, and that's a great analogy. I, th I think it's the one of the elephant that we hear a lot where uh, seven blind men walk into a room and they all kind of grab onto an elephant one one piece of it and they think that's an elephant and so it could be you know a bottle brush when they grab the tail or a tree um, stump if it's the leg or something and it's it's only a piece of the the reality and um, so yeah we just have to stay open to seeing things from all perspectives there's a lot of water analogy today too I went scuba diving um, recently and when, when there's a, some kind of current and it grabs you, it's if you try to fight it, then you start to panic. It literally, because you, re you realize you don't have control, something greater at work here. And the instructors tell you to just relax and flow with it and then kind of like, uh, you know, let it take you somewhere and kind of guide your way out of it. But it's all very smooth and cooperative. Being a facilitator uh, of life as opposed to um, uh, resisting the unfolding. So that's really, it's, it's this amazing sandbox that we're in, experiment as you call it, right? And, and uh, rather than think that we can figure it all out in our heads, which is a tiny little fraction of reality, like you were saying, of what we know, just a, a couple, a handful of beliefs, <laughs> which ultimately every belief is a limiting belief um, and because we can't just, we just can't know the, the full breadth and, and scope and depth of things. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's an incredible experience while we're here and we should, uh, we should make the most out of it. Amen to that. Now, I, one of the things I, I was telling my wife this last night, literally I was talking to her and I was like, I really think there's nothing bad in life. And I mean this in many different ways. And people like to come with all their, you know, with the stories and all the baggage, and all these other things. And I'm like, hold on, you have to understand. I think I really believe life is really here to just, you know, it's there to give, like everything always works out. 
you know, it was something I got some news on Monday night that was kind of like shocking and not a good way. It was something with business and I couldn't believe it came up this way. And I was like, what the heck? And it started, it, my initial response is my, my knee jerk reaction was like going down a rabbit hole of negative stuff. And I said, hold on, let me take a minute. And I told my wife the next day came, I said, I moved all my stuff to the following day. I said, today, you and I were just going to center relax. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to hang out with my daughter. I'm going to do all the, just connect in that energy in that space. By halfway through the day, I was in such a peaceful place and such a centered place. Things started to turn around with that information I got. And then another opportunity, because I said, this is all going to work out. There's something better than if this isn't going to work, then something better is coming for us. And then all of a sudden I got another message of another possible opportunity that's coming up. And I'm like, see, and if I didn't take that time to be peaceful and just center and just take a moment, not get in my head and create all these scenarios because I almost wanted to. My wife's like, you're going down that path. I'm like, I know. I just let me let me just get recentered and then I'll be good. And all of a sudden it was like, yeah, here we go. And then things turned around like that. I mean, within 20, it's amazing. I look, it, We could write a movie just in the last three days. Like you think it was just like this only happens. In, it was interesting. Like, here's this. This gets shut down. And 24 hours later, the deal opens back up potentially. Um, I say potentially because it's more on us than anything. And then all of a sudden, then another deal came out of nowhere too. And I'm sitting there going, Where the I'm sure, what, what the heck? You can't make this stuff up. And it's one of those things I always tell people when you allow life to guide you and just, you just, all you have to do is just center yourself and let, 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 let the, let the stuff just do its magic. You don't, you're not projecting energy that is going to, cause you know, right? You said it happening. Life's happening uh, because of us, right. And not to us. And so it's one of those things like if you keep that chaotic energy going out, you're going to start closing doors and miss the opportunities rather than centering it in some way, shape or form. It's going to help massively. Um, my question yeah. to you then is from sharing all that is like when you talking about life as a mirror, what are some tools that you share with clients or just you share or your own personal self that you like to do that helps you really get into that mirror effect? Or I like to call it a reflection because uh, it literally is a reflection, but um, self-reflect in a way, uh, which I love spending time doing um, that it works well for you that you can share with the listeners. Mm. Yeah. So the whole goal is to get into a state of, and it's kind of what you described, this calmness of just uh, being and absorbing, allowing things to just uh, uh, settle in and, and sink in. And then the wisdom kind of arises on its own. The the opportunities that if we're just stuck in resistance to, no, I wanted it to be this way. Um, and then we stay in that place of lack and you know everything you described. And then we're, we're not really seeing the unfolding, what's happening. We're not in a in receiving mode. So how do we put ourselves in that calm space? Well, um, you know, one of the things I focus on and when I work with with uh, private individuals as well as groups and also at, at my retreats is, is to look at uh, mindfulness not as, you know, s- sitting in meditation in the morning, some separate activity, and then you have the rest of your your day, but rather use the day, use the existing routines to deepen your experience. And it's usually, again, the little things like when you're making your bed, feel the fabric. Uh, there's a reason why, you know, in the military, they make you make the bed. They want you to start the day on a positive momentum, a sense of accomplishment. And these little moments, they build up. And, and so it's all about 
you know, the, lots of books have been written on the, the one degrees that ultimately a day, day by day turns into, you know, big change. So um, it's really when you pour uh, yourself a cup of coffee, it's smell the coffee, the, the, the temperature, the, you know, the, the color, the shape, the, of the, what, the cup, the mug that you're holding. I mean, all these things are sensory uh, experiences. And so we're just... Oh, there's an overload almost yet we live in <laughs> in this kind of blind uh autopilot mode and that's when we miss out on life and so it's all about really connecting to uh the experience and what we're seeing what we're hearing what we're tasting what we're smelling you know what we're feeling in our body and that that's what keeps us in that calm grounded place and in in the most open possible state to to allow what's going to happen to happen because it's going to happen anyway. So anyone that looks back on life who's lived more than a few years will will acknowledge, well, life did its own thing. It's happened in a way I could never predict it, like you said. And so you're either, you have a choice to flow with that and, and with the unfolding or be in resistance to it. And it's two very different life experiences. And I love that. And it, it's so true. I mean, because life, life is all about contrast. So you're going to have, no one has like, because I was, my mind got hooked in back in the day with law of attraction was like, Oh my God, life can just launch. It's all about me at the end of the day and my vibration. So everything can just keep really going up, 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 up. And it'll always be great. And everything will be dandy and wonderful and so forth. And then, um, yeah, life's all about contrast. Where in the sense, like I, I, I tell my clients now, like you'll get, you, you'll get what you need before you get what you want. And you have to transform that stuff of where we are to help us get to where we want to go. And the, I love how you brought up, the one thing that I don't hear many people share often, and that is where everyone will say mindfulness, meditate, do this, breath work, do that. But it's the, how about doing it, the little things mindfully, because I think that's the real art of practicing mindfulness. It's not like, yeah. Oh, I can go meditate And this. I, I did this. I meditated for four. I've been meditating for over now. What is it? Uh, 15 years. But I, I went, I was very committed to where I'm like, I'm meditating every single day. I'm going to see how long this goes, not miss one day. It could be a two minute meditation. It could be an hour meditation. I'm going to meditate every day. And I went almost four years straight. And what I learned in that process was, and it was like, yeah, I'm in a great peaceful state. I'm centered. I'm sending love messages to my wife and everything, all this stuff. And then my wife will see me like an hour later and I'm cranking in work and doing stuff. And she's like, where's the guy that wrote me that message? Where is the guy, you know, she, she, she's, she's being the mirror effect, right? Your partner is a great, and I love, I'm going to ask you that question in a little bit. And so it was one of those things I was like, interesting. Uh, I need to do the mindful things daily. Not the meditation's important, but it's the daily things I'm doing that's even more important. So I appreciate you sharing that. And so the mirror effect is, is life just a complete mirror then? Showing what we have within just to tie everything together, what we talked about, right? Because we said life is happening because of us. And eventually it wants to work. Ill. Life will happen for us. But it's just life a mirror effect in essence. Yeah, ultimately, we're only experiencing ourselves. It, it starts with us. It ends with us. It's all about becoming more self-aware. And as our self-awareness grows, so if we can be aware of our thoughts, well, then we're not our thoughts, right? If we can be aware of our feelings, well, then we're not our feelings. What are we then? Well, we're the awareness. We, we're the container of those experiences. So the more we stay on the side of the container, 
the more we become bigger than any situation. There's nothing that can get at us or harm us or bring us down if we stay in, in the bigness, the vastness of our awareness of it. And so that's a muscle. Self-awareness is a muscle like anything else. And we can nurture it all day long as opposed to just a one-time gym visit and then it just becomes a, a chore. <laughs> rather, seeing every opportunity to, you know, even, even somebody who shows up late for a meeting, rather than being in resistance and blaming them, use that gift of that opportunity of unexpected time, just a few minutes to reconnect with uh, your breath or to look around and admire the environment, the decor, the uh, you know people around you. If you're waiting in line at the coffee shop and, and just uh, observe, even heck, start a conversation. Everyone's got a story. There, there's no such thing as an ordinary life. Everyone has extraordinary uh, experiences to share. So there's so much magic it, constantly. And all we have to do is, um, is really stay out of this incessant stream of thinking, which really, when we're lost in thought is when we're not here. That's when we're cut off from all that unfolding of life. And we're not really alive. I think some people say we're upward of 80% of the day we're lost in thought. And we spend so much time in longevity and investing in our health and wanting a good long life. And But when we're, you know, <laughs> spend 60 out of our 80 plus years lost in thought, that's a lot of time not actually being here, not actually living. So mindfulness and, and really staying present with the experience, engaged with what we're doing, using our senses as the connective tissue, um, that's what it's for. I mean, that's you look at nature, that's the, the tree when the storm wind comes, it bends, it knows it ultimately makes it stronger. And it also knows that uh, the sun will shine again. So those are the seasons of life. And uh, it's all about just, um, you know, accepting things because they're all here to to show us who we are and, and make us come out of the smallness of, of our beliefs. I love that, brother. That's a great way to wind up this episode. How can people find you, follow you, your book, what you're up to, classes, your retreats, all that good stuff? Yeah. So my book, Be You, The Journey of Self-Realization, it's um, on Amazon. It's on in all the bookstores. It's also on Audible. I self-narrated it. Um, and my website, sirak.com, that's C like Charlie, I-R-A-K.com. And then everywhere on social media, at Chris Sirak. Awesome. And everyone, I will have all that great information in the show notes. So please go check that out. Chris, I knew this was going to be a good one. I appreciate you taking the time. I love your energy. I love your philosophy. I love how you see things. It's it's helping and what you're doing. It's helping elevate people, which is actually eventually down the road going to help elevate the world. So I just appreciate the work you're doing and playing the part in it all in this experiment. Oh, oh thank you, Dr. And we even look alike. <laughs> I feel the same. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. And uh, keep up the great work. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.